Hello from Raleigh, North Carolina. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Big Game Boomer Show. Hope everyone's doing well on this nice Thursday afternoon when we're recording. This is my first time not recording with my mic, um, headphones, so I apologize if the audio doesn't sound 100% good, but uh, we're, we're keeping steady, keeping an episode going. We're making our picks. Um, before we get started, Make sure you go check out Prize Picks. Go play their daily fantasy sites. I mean, Prize Picks is one of my favorite uh, fantasy sites to go play. It's a great app. Use the um, promo code we got here, BGB, and they will match up to $100 of whatever your initial deposit is. So you deposit $100, they'll match you with, 100, with another 100 So you've got $200 to play with. It's free money. Go play with it. Check them out. Use promo code BGB. Let's get ATL Jimmy in here. ATL, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? How's Raleigh? It's Raleigh. It's great, man. It's great. I uh, took a tour of the campus this morning, ha had a good time last night at uh, Medios, and uh, get, you know, getting ready to go out and start tailgating. So we nice. got our picks in. So I guess we can just start with that game first. Virginia Tech, mm -hmm. NC State, who you got tonight? I, I'm going to go with Virginia Tech. I, I think what? NC State's kind of trending down, I think. You in the house might be a little too much pressure. I just no, no Leary. I don't think that offense can do much. It'll be low scoring, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get Virginia Tech to, to definitely bet the under on this game. But yeah. I mean, there's no way Virginia Tech's winning this game. Their ter their offense is terrible. Defense is meh. Uh, mm -hmm. Grant Wells, the quarterback, uh, not not big on him. I think uh, NC State's had a bye week. They'll get uh, Chambers, that quarterback. He'll he'll get in. Um, it'll be low scoring, but but Virginia, uh, excuse me, NC State definitely wins. Um, and I can't wait to watch this game. Uh, first time at a game at Carter Finley. I, it's already people are already outside tailgating uh, outside my window right now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, can't wait. All right, so let's get into this this weekend slate. All right, so we've got ECU, East Carolina going on the road to play BYU. Who uh, BYU is a three point favorite. They're four and four. Coming off a loss um, to Liberty, where they just got spanked, uh, ECU smoked uh, UCF 34-13. Who are you leaning towards here? I'm leaning towards ECU. It kind of seems two teams going in opposite directions. ECU's looked solid all year. And BYU kind of had one of those magical-type seasons going for the first three, four weeks, and then a couple losses, and then that loss to Liberty. I think it just – they kind of – once they kind of lost that magic, they're they're downhill. So, yeah, I feel like with BYU, I, I'm I'm going ECU here. So I think it's, it's the first time I picked against BYU all season. I just don't. They, I mean, they got gouged. They, they can't stop the run. Jaron Hall's inconsistent, and they can't throw the football. And those are three yeah. ingredients for losing a football game. So I, I like ECU. Holt Nailers. I think Keaton Mitchell will have a big game, and and that's that receiving core um, will beat BYU at uh, at home at uh, Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So. They'd go four and five. That's a it's a tough tough schedule for BYU. It's yeah. a disappointing season, but uh, yeah, I like ECU here, um, winning here easily. All right, so this game, next game, so we've got number two Ohio State going on the road to Beaver Stadium to play number thirteen Penn State. Now, the fact that this game is at noon is absolutely ridiculous. I, I've seen me venting about it on Twitter. This game should be at night. It should be a whiteout. And it's ridiculous that Fox is making this game 
at noon. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Um, I don't care about ratings. Um, th this game needs to be at night. Ohio the Big Ten is easy enough as it is already. We're just making it easier for Ohio State because I think Ohio State's going to go in here and uh, and roll Penn State fairly easy. Um, just because it, it's easier to play a team on the road at noon than it is at night. Um, Absolutely. I mean, Ohio State smoked. Uh, I mean, they, they struck. They struggled against Iowa and still won 54 to 10. Um, Penn State kind of bounced back against Minnesota last week uh, and wide out. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't feel good here with Penn State. I, I think Ohio State, they're a 15 and a half point favorite. I like them. I don't know. Eh, I, I, 15 and a half is a lot. Um, but I do think, I, 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 I'm going to say they cover here and I, I like the Buckeyes. Yeah, I agree. I think I think Ohio State's a better team than Michigan, and Michigan just looked way better than Penn State. I think the being at noon's a huge advantage. They can come to town, handle ridiculous. Business. They don't have to hang around Happy Valley all day, kind of waiting around. So I just think everything sets up well for Ohio State here. Still, kind of seems like every game they play, and they're kind of trying to make a statement from that week. Everyone has that week one taste in their mouth where they struggle with Notre Dame. That's really their only big primetime game they've had. And, and Notre Dame Notre Dame is terrible. They don't have right. a signature win. Yeah, but it seems like Ohio State's still trying to prove that they're one of the top teams in the country and just handling business week after week. And I think they see this as a good opportunity to come in and post a good score. Yeah, I think this game, like, it may be closer than the game against uh, Penn State had with Michigan because I don't think Ohio State is as physical as Michigan is. Um, so I think Penn State matches up better with Ohio State. Um, because I, I think that Ohio State's not as good as running the football uh, as Michigan is. So it right they match up better with Ohio State, but I still think Ohio State's just too talented. And looks like someone said uh, in the chat, um, wait, so does Big Noon kickoff get to force the game to be at noon? Yes, Big Noon kickoff has the Big Ten media rights, so they get their first pick of whatever game they want to be at, at noon. So the big they get all the big games in the big 10 so every single big really big 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 10 game will be at noon um i hate it um but it is what it is we got to deal with it so um yeah uh, yeah i do agree a wide out for o ohio state would have been very they scared nice. they're they're sick of that at the 500 i guess i think they were at 500 coming into this year right and whiteout games, and they yeah. wanted to get it over 500, so they made it Minnesota. <laughs> Penn State is one in five versus Ohio State since 2016. So, uh, I, I mean, hope, I'd love to see Penn State win, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah. All right, let's go to another team that that really has shot to knock off Clemson last week. So we've got Notre Dame going on the road to the dome to play number 16 Syracuse. Syracuse lost last week 27-21 to Clemson, which, I, I mean, if you watch that game, the refs were horrible. Clemson had four turnovers. I mean, God, they should they had the opportunity and they blew it. Um, I think this Notre Dame team here, they're four and three, terrible offense. Um, I mean, their defense is okay. I just think Syracuse is going to is going to shut down that that uh, offense that isn't great and um i i think Notre, or excuse me syracuse should win here uh pretty easily um they're a three-point favorite but I, I don't have any faith in this notre dame team I, I think marcus freeman's over his in over his head right now 
And I, I like they need to give Sean, Sean Tucker needs to touch the ball like 30 times a game. They, they went away from him against Clemson in the second half, and that really hurt them. He's got to get more touches, um, and, and they should win. Who are you going with? I'm going with Q's too. Not quite as confident just because they tend to pack a light box. And I think if Notre Dame can really establish the run, it could cause Syracuse trouble. But I mean, I, I, I people kind of giving Clemson crap for barely escaping Syracuse, but I think Syracuse is a good team. They always have a good defense. They've got a really good defense. They, I mean, I, I think like you said, Tucker, if they can get him going, he, he, he could kind of take control of a game and, I, I'm picking Syracuse, not quite as confident as you, but I think Syracuse is a good team, and I think they can pull out this win against a very, very bad Notre Dame team. The one thing is the one thing that surprises me about Notre Dame is yes, they're bad, but like they they blew out North Carolina, which yeah, it, that that's the one game where I, I just kind of scratched my head and I'm like, how did that happen? Um, yeah, they, I mean, they're still they, Notre Dame, so they have that name, and so it's going to be a big game when any team plays them. So some teams, I guess, just can't quite handle it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're they're pumped up for that game uh, up in Syracuse. And I, I like the orange there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, next game we got on the slate, a little SEC West action. We got the Hogs of Arkansas going to the Plains to play Auburn. Auburn won this game uh, 28-23 last year. It was one of Bo Nix's better games last year. Um, Auburn has owned Arkansas uh, as of recently. They've won six straight games. Uh, both teams are coming off a bye. Arkansas is a four-point favorite on the road. I mean, I know Auburn's not any good, but I, I feel like this is going to be one of those games that's pretty close. Yeah, no, I agree. It's like like you said, Auburn's Auburn historically does well against some teams, and Arkansas is one of them. It seems like no matter how bad Auburn is, they either win this game or it's close. I, I, I'm, I'm going with Auburn. I think Auburn, they just, it, it just, Auburn just can't be that bad. I just keep kind of saying that they, they are though. Proving me wrong, but they're horrible, but I just think that they're going to pull out a win like this. They do almost every year. And I, I think Auburn at home, I think they, they find a way to win this game. See, I see my, my thing is Auburn can't stop the run. And right. what does, what does, Arkansas do. They're good at running the football with KJ Jefferson and uh, Raheem Sanders. I, I mean, they, they can run the football and, and Auburn's offensive line is terrible. They cannot create holes for Tank Bigsby or Jaquez Hunter. And I, I mean, I just, I, I don't, Robbie Ashford cannot hang on to the football to save his life. I mean, he, the dude just drops the football sometimes. Um, so I, I got Arkansas here. I, I think it's going to be a close game just because of the the nature of this game. Um, but uh, I, I, I think I think it's close, close. Hogs Hogs win uh, close. Auburn is 119th in uh, rushing yards per game. By the way, two hundred. They're giving up 204 yards a game. So, um, I like the Hogs. Sam Pittman getting ending that losing streak to Auburn. All right, staying in the SEC, we're going to the world's uh, largest cocktail uh, party. Uh, we, so we've got Florida versus Georgia. Georgia's a 22-and-a-half-point favorite. Both teams are coming off a bye. Georgia won 34-7 to last year. Does Florida have a chance in this game? I mean, uh, the only way is just kind of the big Tennessee matchup the weekend after is what I think gives Auburn or gives, excuse me, Florida a chance at kind of even making it competitive. But now, I mean, I'm, I'm going Georgia. I, 
like I said, a look ahead spot, maybe Florida look good second half, kind of in that comeback against LSU. But um, no, I don't think Florida has a shot. Yeah, Anthony Richardson, I mean, he's had two good games um, against Utah in the first game and then against Tennessee um, later in the season. And I mean, Tennessee's secondary is not as good as Georgia's. So, I mean, unless he has some heroics, I mean, they, they don't stand a chance. Um, I put them on upset alert or Georgia on upset alert because I, I think that if, if he does have the game of his life, they can beat Georgia. Right. Um, but I mean, they're, they're very bad. Uh, their defense isn't great. Um, I mean, so I, I like the dogs. I don't know if they cover 22 and a half points is a lot yeah. in a rivalry game like this. Um, I know they won 34, seven last year, but, uh, I don't know. Anthony Richardson, he's just too inconsistent for me mm -hmm. to, to lean to Florida here. So, I mean, if we'll he has, see. you've seen good defenses. I mean, Alabama in the past, an athletic dual threat quarterback can, give a good defense fit because that's something you did you just can't really account for sometimes so if he can if he can have one of those games where he's running around making plays i think they could make it close but i, I mean he's got to just play completely out of his mind he's just he's just i mean he's a great he's just not a great passer he's almost no. not even a dual threat quarterback he's he's a he can run really well and can kind of throw it i mean he's yeah not. he just yeah and georgia's secondary <laughs> is is good um but you know, I don't know Georgia. I, I know they're they're undefeated, but they still they just haven't since that Oregon game. I haven't really mm -hmm. been impressed with them. But they should win this game. Um, I'd love to see an upset, but I I just don't see it happening. Right. Um, so, all right. Uh, next game going into uh, Big Big Twelve country. This I think this is one of the three uh, top twenty five matchups this this uh, this weekend. We've got number nine. Oklahoma State going on the road to uh, play number 22, Kansas State. Both teams lost last week. So this, you know, it kind of takes some, or excuse me, Oklahoma State did win. Mm -hmm. uh, they beat Texas last week. But K-State lost, um, lost to TCU last week. And uh, so that takes a little bit of juice out of this game. It's, it's interesting. Kansas State is a one-and-a-half point favorite. The big question to me is, does Adrian Martinez, is he going to be uh, playing in this game? Which I, I, it's a game time decision, I, I think. So I'm going with Oklahoma State here. I, I, I just, I, I don't, th there's too much inconsistency with K-State. I, I think that Spencer Sanders will have a good game. I, I think the defense will, will be able to stop K-State enough. I, I just, I'm not, uh, I, I'm not sold on K-State um, with, with the injuries. I agree. And it, I, it seems like every time a quarterback's been a game time decision this year, they, they've never played. So yeah. I, I think, just, yeah, they're just lead. They're just, they, they say it's, he's a game time decision to make them like with what, with film and game prep to, right. to prepare for, for Adrian Martinez. So I, I, I just kind of going with the way it's been going this year. I, I don't think he plays and without him, I just don't think even with him, I would still would go Oklahoma state, but Oklahoma State's just a solid football team. And I, this is just types of games like games like this are games that they win. It's just, and, yeah, it's Gundy. Gun, yeah. Mike, Mike freaking Gundy can, I mean, the guy just wins. He, he, yeah. He's like, he kind of reminds me of like a younger version of Bill Snyder from K-State. Mm -hmm. Like he's just, you, you, Oklahoma State was a, is a historical doormat. And he, he's, 
I mean, the guy, he just, they win games. Yeah. And they rarely lose games that they shouldn't. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he's a damn good coach. And uh, very quietly built. They just, they're just consistent every year. I mean, it's just never really the top, but, I mean, there's always right around it and just consistently a good program. Yeah. I so mean, I've got them, I've got winning this game for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then they'll lose, they'll lose enough to get out of the national championship picture. Yeah. Um, like they should have beat TCU um, a couple weeks ago. I mean, they had that game and just, just yeah. completely took the foot off the gas. So I, I like the pokes. I like the pokes. Um, Vegas likes K-State. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, all right. Next game, Illinois, number 17. It's crazy putting a number in front of Illinois saying they're ranked going on the road to <laughs> Nebraska. Uh, this, this is an interesting game for me. I, I, I feel like, Illinois' defense is phenomenal. It's one of the best in the country. It is, I think it is the best in the country. Um, and if you remember last year, we, that was the week zero game. Illinois played Nebraska. Nebraska mm-hmm. just like had a million ways that they lost that game, literally did everything wrong. Um, that game basically sums up the Scott Frost era at Nebraska. But I, I, this Illinois is a seven-and-a-half-point half favorite. I feel – like this is going to be a, this is going to be a close game. Um, I, I just think Nebraska can do enough on offense with Casey Thompson, Anthony Grant at running back. I, I think they're going to be able to have some success scoring, and I think that you know with, with Tommy DeVito, Chase Brown. I mean, they don't have that. Their offense isn't high potent, so I think Illinois is going to win this, but. It's one of those I'm picking them, but I'm not confident about it because I, I think Nebraska could win this game just because Illinois has never been there before, um, like a being a road dog like this yeah. or road favorite. So, yeah, I, I mean, Illinois, since other than that weird Friday night trap bet game where everyone thought Illinois was free money because I think they were what, a one point underdog or one point favorite versus Indiana. And then they lose outright. Other than that, they've looked pretty good this year. And mainly because, I mean, every time I think they've been available, I've picked them in there or pick them mainly because of Chase Brown. And I think this game is a perfect matchup for him. I mean, Nebraska's letting up almost 200 yards a game on the ground. I think he's going to have just a huge, huge game. And I think they win probably pretty easily just solely because of that reason. I think they can take control of the game and just ground pound Nebraska out of the stadium. Yeah, I mean the defense um, is phenomenal. Chase Brown right. is a, is is outstanding. It's a shame that he play like he would be getting a lot more recognition nationally if he didn't play for Illinois because he's he's almost a couple games he almost gets two hundred yards a game. Yeah. Um, so in a Big Ten West where there's good defense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like I like Illinois. Brett Belima, I tell you what, if I'm Wisconsin or Nebraska, I'm look I would reach out to Brett Belima, try to get him to come coach at one of those, one of those schools. Cause like that man knows how to win in the big 10 West and you know, Nebraska doesn't know how to win in the big 10 West. Wisconsin yeah. has had success. Um, I know Belima's coached there before, but I, I, I make the call. I mean, and see if you can get him out of champagne because uh, I mean, if you can win at Illinois, you can yeah. win pretty much anywhere. Cause that's, that's one of the toughest jobs in the country. So, still don't know how they lost to Indiana. That, that's it's crazy. crazy. It's their only loss, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and that was a game, yeah, a lot of people <laughs> lost money on because the spread <laughs> was like, um, they're like, how is Indiana favored in this? Yeah. Um, so, all right, next game here, we've got number 20, Cincinnati going on the road to UCF. A lot of my UCF buddies were pissed that college game day uh, was not going uh, to, to UCF for this game. But I have to say, don't get blown out by East Carolina uh, if you expect college game day to come yeah. come to Orlando. Uh, I think it's cool they're going to Jackson State with De- Deion Sanders going. That'll be cool. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Cincinnati um, beat beat SMU last week, kind of struck. It was kind of a lethargic game, 129-27. Like I said, UCF lost 34-13 to ECU. That was uh, – I, I mean, I, I picked UCF to win, but I had ECU, I had them on an upset alert because it's tough to win in Greenville. Um, this, this is a game – so since he won 56-21 last year, this Cincinnati team is obviously not as good as – as uh as as they were last year they're not a college football playoff team i like ucf here i I, this is one of those games where i can't look and see like go on a week by week basis because i just think you know there's matchups and stuff i don't want to overreact to ucf losing i think that 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 john rice Plumley will have a much better game this week i think they'll be able to run the football um and, and I don't. I don't have faith in Ben Bryant uh, and Cincinnati's offense. So I, I'm going UCF here. I, I think they they pull off the upset and uh, beat Cincinnati at home in the bounce house. Who are you going with? I'm going with Cincinnati. I just think I can't get that taste of that game last week out of my mouth. They just looked. UCF just did not look good. And I. I mean, you're a overreacting. Times, you're overreacting. Yeah, it definitely could be, and I def- definitely do that a lot. But I. I don't know. I just, just UCF kind of Cincinnati, just, I think it's these teams usually take turns. Who's the kind of electric one in the conference. And I think it's Cincinnati's time right now. And it was last year. They're obviously not the same. And, um, but I, I just think Cincinnati gets it done at the end of the day, just because I just, what I saw last week from UCF just very worries me. Here's the thing, like letdown week or, you know, letdown, like it's like kind of same thing with Kentucky, Tennessee playing Kentucky this week and they play Georgia next week. It's, it's a letdown. I can tell you UCF fans have had that Cincinnati game circled on their calendar all off season. I was going to go to that game. Um, I I was supposed to go to it, but um, you know, my son, you know, he's having, we've got his birthday party Saturday morning. (laughs) So I'm going to be there um, instead. Otherwise I'd be in Orlando, but I mean, th- th- this is a game they've got circled on the calendar. I think last week they 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 let their guard down, lost to ECU. I I, I really think that they're going to give UCF or excuse me Cincinnati a run for their money and beat the Bearcats uh, uh, in the bounce house. I do. So we shall see. That's one we defer on. But uh, big game in the American. Yeah, that's right. always a fun game too. Yeah, yeah. Two. I think they're the two best teams in 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 that conference and their the future Big Twelve matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right, next game, um, S going in the SEC, we've got number 19, Kentucky going to play the undefeated number three, Tennessee balls, Tennessee's a 12 and a half point written. That seems kind of big. Um, Tennessee won 45 to 42 last year. They've won eight of the last 10. Both teams are coming off a of bye. How are you feeling with this game? Uh, it's kind of, it's one of those, it's, Kind of like we had it earlier, a couple of the Kansas Duke game. It's a great basketball rivalry, and 
great rivalry in general, but this year it's a big football matchup. And I don't know. I've gone back and forth. It's tough. I mean, Tennessee's in a – I mean, I think Tennessee wins. 12 and a half seems like a lot. Um, Levis, I think if, if he's going to make it close, they've got to – he's got to get his legs going. I think they need to use him in the run game. I think he either – I don't think he compared himself to, but he said his – his uh the guy he watches the most in the NFL is Josh Allen and he he needs to kind of run the way Josh Allen does if he wants them to have a chance this week. Hooker, the people some people have said how uh Kentucky's zone shut down um uh Florida early in the year, kind of their run game and scramble ability. And Hooker's not really a scrambling quarterback. He's he can throw the ball. He's he is dual threat, but he, he, he usually away. runs he runs when he needs to. He's a he's a passer first. And he can re- – they're great down the field. I, th- I think at the end of the day, their offense is going to be too much for Kentucky to keep up when they win. But I think 12.5 is too many points. I disagree. Not so fast. I think Tennessee <laughs> is going to blow out Kentucky. Uh, I don't think Will Levis and that team stands a chance in Knoxville on Saturday night. They're not going to – they don't have the firepower to keep <laughs> – this Tennessee offense is a juggernaut. Crazy. Um they are scary good. I think Will Levis is overrated. Um, uh, the only way they stand a chance is if Tennessee turns the ball over and they got to play uh, time, you know, control the football, mm-hmm. run run the ball with uh, with Rodriguez. Uh, and Kentucky's offensive line is just not good. Um, so I think Tennessee covers. I think they blow out Kentucky. And uh, you know, we've got this, the the matchup next week, uh, Tennessee-Georgia, probably the biggest yep. game of the year. But, um, yeah, the only thing that does concern me, if I have one concern, is how Kentucky did handle the air raid. They, they shut down Mississippi State, but that was at yeah. home. Um, so I think Kentucky wins this one big, big. Yeah. And I um, think Mississippi State's attack's a little bit more methodical where, I mean, it seems like Tennessee just attacks down the field and they – and to where the only time they will kind of struggle is when they get close to the goal line because they have that third defender or a 12th defender as the back line of the end zone kind of keeping them down underneath. But the way Hyatt's been attacking people in the red zone, it, that's kind of not been as big of an issue as of late. So I, I think Tennessee wins, but I, I, tw- I wouldn't lay 13 points. I like the points. I like the points. I, I, I just – that offense, man, they can score on – I mean, they, they can it's score on the uh, – I mean – and the defense, their defense is not with with, with this high powered offense. Usually, with these offenses, they the defense is really, the defense is a bend but don't break kind of yeah. mentality. It's good um, enough. Yeah, it's good enough to 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 blow out Kentucky and beat Georgia next week. So I was big on the Vols in the off season, and I'm still riding that uh, <laughs> rocky top uh, high right now. So let's go out to the uh, go out to the Pac-12. Uh, not a lot of big games this week in the Pac-12. We got Utah, Washington State tonight. Yeah, which, that's that a good Thursday night game. game. That's why you know I hate being on the East Coast because these games start so damn late. Yeah, like this game, the you, that game starts at ten. I mean, it, I, I mean, I've got an early flight tomorrow. I'm going to be up to like two o'clock watching that game. Might as well just stay up all night. Yeah. Um, all right. So next game we've got number ten USC going on the road to play Arizona. Uh, USC is a 15 and a half point favorite. Both teams uh, coming off a bye. Obviously, USC's last game was losing to Utah. 
USC won last year. It was 41 to 34, but you just can't really take any anything out of that because it's a completely different roster. Um, Arizona has lost nine straight to USC, but but they they traditionally play USC pretty close. Six of those nine games have been by one score. So this could be an interesting game here because Arizona can put can score. Their defense is not good. But Jaden Delora, Jacob Cowing, um, the the freshman wide receiver, I butcher's name, uh, Tidiora, they can score. Um, I think that I think UC, USC wins this game, but I think they really Arizona really tests them um, on the offense on the defensive side of the ball. I think that Arizona will be able to score points, uh, and this game's clo- closer than fifteen and a half. I see. I disagree on that. I think. I think this is a huge game for USC, just coming off a loss, first first loss of the Lincoln Riley era. I think. I think they need to prove that they're a good football team and a legit contender still. Which I don't think a Pac one loss Pac twelve team gets in unless it's USC. Um, I think they've got to come in and kind of handle business here, just that because that's what good teams do. They had a loss against Utah, who I think is a good football team. I've said multiple times. But um, you can't come in and struggle against Arizona, and I think USC is a good football team, so I don't think they do. I think they who do you will. who do you think the best team in the Pac-12 is right now? I, I would go USC still, even after losing to Utah. I think just kind of a come from behind win. I think they played that game nine times, or they played that game ten times. I think USC probably wins eight of them. And I think, see, I think I disagree. I think Utah is better than USC. I mean, they beat them number mm-hmm. one and. I, I think Utah. It, it, I mean, they, they've got. They're they're just a better team. I think USC's defense got exposed against Utah. Um, I mean, I, and I I still don't know about Oregon. Just maybe the Pac-12 competition is just so much worse than, yeah. than like playing Georgia. Um, but Bo Nix is definitely loving it out there uh, <laughs> playing against those Pac-12 defenses. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, I, I like you. I like USC, but they don't cover. Don't cover. Um, all right, next game. Ole Miss, number 15 Ole Miss, going on the road to College Station <laughs> to play the Aggies of AM. Both teams are reeling from a loss. Ole Miss got kind of beat pretty, pretty bad in Death Valley against LSU. And uh, you know, Texas AM is the laughing stock of college football, losing <laughs> to my Shane Beamer. South Carolina Gamecocks um, last, uh, so A and M's three and four. Ole Miss won this game in uh, in Oxford last year, twenty nine nineteen. Um, game day was there for that game. I think Lane Kiffin was the guest picker. This is an interesting game here. Um, you know, I think like I I think Ole Miss wins this game, but. I, I'm just not confident because I I think Zach Evans, the running back, he's going to be out, so you got to rely on Quinshawn Judkins, um, the receiver. I'm just not I, I'm not I'm not um, convinced that Jackson Dart is a great you know quarterback w- when it comes to passing. Um, and A and M, I mean, so so I don't know. I'm going to pick Ole Miss here just because I think A and M's that bad, but but I think this is going to be a very close game. And uh, but 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 I like I like Lane Kiffin here going into College Station to, to beat Ole Miss or excuse me yeah to beat Ole Miss to beat the, to beat Texas A and M. 
Who you got? Yeah, it seems like it's, it seems like we're agreeing a lot on sides, but not on spreads. This is one uh, <laughs> Ole Miss minus two. I think. I mean, A and M is horrible. Their offense has been terrible all year. They're averaging twenty one points a game, which I mean, it's just to have the talk that they had coming into the season and the hype they had. That I mean, it's ridiculous. They've lost three straight. I think mean, it's going to be four straight, and I don't even think it's close. I'm taking Ole Miss. Yeah, if they get blown out by Ole Miss at home. I mean, Jimbo Jimbo Fisher, he's already a pretty unlikable guy. Right. Like, he, he the dude just needs to take a look in the mirror. I, I mean, it all of this is it, it's he's brought all of this on himself because he's exactly. too stubborn to make any changes um, to his his archaic offense. Um, <laughs> so I, I mean, A and M's just a, is a mess right now, and yeah. um, it's just funny because they they. I mean, they probably spend more money on that football program than any other school in the country. And the results that they get are, are mediocre. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it'll be funny if Ole Miss goes in and blows them out. I think it's going to be close. Um, but, but, but I like Ole Miss um, we've, in the chat here. We've got crumbly. He says, who do you think the Heisman front runner at the moment is who you got? I think you gotta go Stroud still. He hasn't done anything to, he hasn't had that magical moment yet, but he's, he's just, putting up numbers like crazy. And I think he's got some opportunities that win a big game and have a big moment coming up. See, I, I, I like Stroud, but I, I think you got to go with Hendon Hooker. I think yeah. Hooker, I mean, he's the, the, and he's had his moment, his Heisman moment. Right. Was, exactly. It, it was beating Bama. If, if they go into Athens and beat Georgia, it'll be because of Hooker probably. Oh yeah. There, I mean, there's no way. I don't care if CJ Stroud throws for 15,000 yards and a hundred touchdown passes. You have to give it to Hendon Hooker. I mean, it, it's it's an incredible story. And just look at the Big Ten competition that Ohio State's played. I mean, it, it's just you can't compare it to the SEC. Um, there's a reason that that Big Noon Kickoff is going to Ohio State and Michigan games every other week because there are no other good uh, teams in the Big Ten this year. Yeah. So. I, I just I think that you got to go with Hooker. I mean, I like Blake Corum. I think he's good. I think Chase Brown at right. Illinois should be getting some votes. Um, I'm trying to think of any anyone else. A lot of Oregon fans this week have been hyping up Bo Nix um, winning the Heisman. But I, 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 I think, think it's a two horse race between those two right now. And Hooker has a good chance to. I mean, if Hooker beats Georgia, he's hands down the front runner. I mean, I think zero doubt at that point. But um, yeah. I think you still got to go Stroud right now for me, but with it, with Hooker, 1A, 1B. I just, yeah, I just think, and the thing about, ten, the, about Tennessee is like, they're going to have to potentially probably beat Georgia and Alabama twice mm -hmm. if they want to win the national championship this year. Because they'll, they'll probably play Bama in the SEC championship. And assuming that Georgia only loses one game, I could see three SEC teams getting into the playoff, and they'd have to potentially play them again. I mean, that's just yeah. well, that's it's a wild. weird. I mean, it's a, it's what I don't know what the playoff committee would do is if Tennessee, if the winner of the Georgia Tennessee game then loses to Alabama in the SEC championship, so you have all three teams one loss, but each loss to the other. I mean, it would be it'd be a tough situation. All three of those teams are better than Clemson. That is not true. Yeah, no, it's definitely true. The, all, all three of those teams would blow out Clemson. No. Uh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. <laughs> I mean, Clemson, like, 
my guy, Brandon Walker, I mean, we've had some beef before, but he's 100% right. They're going to put Clemson in the playoff to get blown out by 50. And, uh, you, you know, I, they 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 don't belong. They're not they're not. Brandon a, Walker not. had ten, had Texas in his top five two weeks ago because Quinn Ewers came back. Had one good quarter against Alabama. He's got hot back takes. On the team. He's got hot takes, but that <laughs> you know sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. But uh, but I mean, I, I think all three of those teams are better than Clemson. They're better than um, anyone that comes out of the Pac-12. They're better than anyone in the Big Twelve. Um, I, I mean, I guess your only other teams are. Ohio State, Michigan, yeah, and Clemson. Those are the three, right. I guess, national championship contenders. And I think that they're all three of those teams are better um, than all of them. So, a uh, little college football playoff talk there. All right, uh, next game here. Going to the Big Twelve, we've got Baylor going on the road to Texas Tech. Both teams are four and three. Baylor won last year, twenty-seven twenty-four on a uh, Texas Tech missed a game-winning field or game tying. Field goal kick to uh, push that game into overtime. Baylor's been a disappointment this year. They really have. A lot of people have picked them to to win win the Big 12. Uh, again, I did, uh, my, myself, uh, including a bunch of others. Um, Blake Shapin hasn't been – he's been all right. Um, they just don't have the skill players that they had last year uh, with Smith and Trebner and um, – you know, Texas A&M has kind of been, they're four and three. They've kind of been a pleasant surprise. Um, I, I really like Joey McGuire and what he's, do, what, what him and Zach Keatley are doing with that offense. Uh, I think Bryn Morton is a, is a great quarterback. Um, I like Texas Tech here. I, I'm picking the Red Raiders to beat Baylor uh, in Lubbock. That's a night game too. That's going to be rocking. They don't like Baylor uh, out West in Texas. Yeah, no, this, this will be a good game. Good matchup. Kind of, similar teams this year kind of like you said just Baylor being not as good as everyone thought and Texas Tech being a little bit better than everyone thought they're kind of just feisty teams solid defenses I, I wouldn't want to play either in this matchup I, I've gone back and forth multiple times but I think Texas Tech just kind of being at home it this is a huge game for them they Texas Tech is, has exceeded expectations Baylor's underwhelming I think that this is a bigger game for Texas Tech to be able to beat Baylor and have a good game against them. So I think Texas Tech just at home, I think they 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 win this game just because they've they've been in every game they played in this year almost. So yeah, no, I mean their tech historically has a terrible defense and it's it's I mean it's not they're not terrible. Um I mean right. they can get stops and uh I just like what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball. It's not as flashy as it was with like Kingsbury. Um you know, or Mike Leach, but, but, but it's consistent. I think it's sustainable. I, I and I'm a fan of Joey McGuire and uh, I, I think that they, uh, they get the tortillas and flood the field and uh, beat the bears uh, this Saturday. All right. Um, next game, we've got Pitt going on the road to play up the road, up the road, just right down the street from here where I am uh, to play UNC Tar Heels have found themselves Six and one, and are ranked number twenty-one in the country. To me, this just like UNC is a three-point favorite, but this game to me just screams blowout. Uh, UNC, I, I just Pitt has kind of fallen off here. I mean, it's so obvious that they miss um, that, that losing Kenny Pickett, losing Jordan Addison, losing both of your offensive coordinators, 
Mark Whipple and uh, Brennan Marion. I, I mean, they're they're just they're they're not the same team. I mean, last last week they looked pathetic against Louisville, losing twenty four to ten. I mean, losing to Louisville. I mean, that's a joke. So I I think uh, I think UNC blows out Pitt, uh, and it gets ugly in Chapel Hill. Mac Brown's going to be dancing around in his fake Jordans in the uh, in the locker room. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm going the opposite. I think Pitt pulls this one out. I think their their offense has been horrible, but I think their defense is good enough to kind of shut down some of that May magic. And and then I, I don't know how well UNC will respond to that. So I think I think uh, I think Pitt pulls this one out solely based on the defense. And I think the offense does enough with the run game. They won't do enough. I can tell you that Pitt. <laughs> I mean, we saw the warning signs against West Virginia. Keaton Slovis, uh, that offense, um, that running back, he's pretty good. Um, but I, I just, I think UNC. Drake May. I mean, we talk about Heisman. Drake May's yeah. got better stats than than anybody. Right. Uh, touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah, I mean, he's been phenomenal. Um, so we'll see. I mean, they they haven't played the stiffest competition yet, but right. So the ACC Coastal is the most pathetic division of all the Power Five conferences. They they got to get rid of it. They should have gotten rid of it this year because Clemson is going to get to play whatever cupcake team from that side of the conference when it's clearly obvious that Wake Forest, Syracuse, NC State, all Clemson's already beat. All three of those teams should, but they should play. I mean, they should have to play again. No, I I agree, but yeah. I don't think it, I mean the past couple of years I don't think it'd make a difference. I think Clemson's winning the ACC no matter what. I think if they played Wake again, I think Wake Wake could uh, could beat them. I mean a healthy uh, a healthy NC State could beat them as well. In the chat we got a question here: um, Is right are the Rice Owls finally making a bowl game? <laughs> well, Rice honestly has been pretty good. Uh, Luke McCaffrey, the quarter, the Michigan transfer, he's. Been been putting up some numbers yeah um, at, at, at uh wide receiver what what's their record right now i gotta look that up i can uh, i have not four and three. Admit i have not watched a ton of rice this year you, well you you better because they're four and three uh they <laughs> play one and seven charlotte th- this year so or this week so they're going to beat charlotte who just fired their head coach um i like the rice owls to go bowling so to answer your question yes um let, let's go owls Get some people in that stadium down there in Houston. All right, final game on the slate, and this is a game that uh, is just pure hatred. One of my favorite games in college football, Michigan State going on the road to play a night game at in Ann Arbor at Michigan. Bum, 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 bum. Last year, obviously, Kenneth Walker took over 37-33. Michigan is a 23-point favorite. That's a lot of points in a, in a big-time rivalry game here where these teams hate each other. This is Michigan State's Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mel Tucker is 2-0 and against Michigan. He owns Jim Harbaugh. He's in Jim Harbaugh's head. Harbaugh can't, Harbaugh can't, ha, ha, can't, can't beat Mel Tucker. I don't care how bad Michigan State is. Um, they're uh, like, they can't stop, they, they can't stop the, pe- their secondary is terrible. Well, that's fu- That's fine because Michigan, St- M- Michigan isn't a great throwing team. And, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, I, 
I'm going Michigan State here. I think they shocked the world and beat Michigan in Ann Arbor, similar to how it was in 2016 when they when they pulled off the the unbelievable punt return at the end of the game. I think that Mich- that Mel Tucker owns Jim Harbaugh, and he's going to go into into Ann Arbor. He's going to kick some butt. I saw. I, I love Michigan State plus 23. I think it's definitely a closer game than people think, but. I think Michigan just Michigan State's looked horrible at times this year, and I mean really bad. And I, I think anyone can look good against that secondary. So I think McCarthy will will have some success. And I think Michigan pulls it out, but definitely closer than people think. But I don't think Harbaugh. See, I don't think Harbaugh is going to let McCarthy air it out. I think they try to gra- try to pound him on the ground with with Blake Corum and, and Donovan Edwards. And I just I'm telling you, I think that Michigan State is. It is going to go into Ann Arbor and is going to beat Michigan. Um, and we're going to be just sitting here next week and being like, how the hell did that happen? Because it, it's, it's an in-state rivalry and crazy things happen. Yeah. Maybe no, I'm crazy. I, Maybe I'm I, I crazy. I think it's close. But uh, Michigan Twitter is so confident right now. They think they're going to beat Michigan State by 50. Um, so watch out. Watch out for Sparty. <laughs> This is the perfect. This is the perfect scenario for uh, for for Michigan State to come in here and spoil uh, Michigan State's or Michigan's season. So I like it. I like it. So that, that that's all we got. Um, let's see what we got going on in the chat here. Eli said, "As a UNC fan, I'm not so certain about that pit game. UNC's run defense has had some bad games. That's true. UNC's defense has been." has been pretty bad. I mean, they gave up like 40 points in one quarter to App State. I mean, Notre Dame um, put up some numbers on them. So I, uh, yeah, that's a good point. I I mean, I just think, I I think Pitt, I I think you've got two teams that are going in opposite directions, Eli. So we'll see. That'll be a a good game. And then also said Michigan is overrated. So there's a decent chance that they could lose. Yeah. Michigan, Michigan is always overrated. (laughs) I mean, they really are there. I mean, they're always overrated. The big 10 is not, and I'm not an sec Homer, but it's not the sec. So yeah, we've got to get, I can't believe we're at week nine already, but uh, over the halfway point. Yeah. So I appreciate y'all for listening, you know, do us a favor hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, give us a review on Spotify and Apple. Um, We'll be back next week. I'm going to go now tailgate, have some fun with some of my NC state friends and uh, hopefully watch a uh, victory tonight uh, against uh, a bad Virginia tech team. So with that ATL, Jimmy, have a good one, man. We'll see you later. Sounds good.